Did you know that in the first Assassin's Creed, every key character you assassinate was a real person and the date and location of their death is completely accurate? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast. Episode number 83. My name is Gareth Briley. I'm going to be your host, and on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? Hey, hey. Not too bad, thank you. How's it going? <laughs> is that your new catchphrase? Hey, hey. hey. I thought I was going to hard about that one. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. And on my virtual right is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, I'm not bad, thank you. I can't match a catchphrase, unfortunately. Have you got one? Have you got one you're thinking of now? Uh, uh, nothing. Nothing springs to mind. I'll no. make an uh, ask myself. Nothing springs to mind. That's your one now. <laughs> nothing springs to mind. Thank you. Um, how's your week been, you two? How have you been, James? What have you been doing? Um, well, it's been a quiet week. I seem to say it's quite a lot. I don't do a lot. Um... But I did find an interesting um, gaming-related uh, video this week. Wow. It was a live-action recreation of a game of Among Us. <laughs> and I was fascinated, so I thought, well, how's this going to work? I basically had seven people in a big house going around the house doing different tasks. And one person had to try and kill the other six people without anyone noticing just wow. like the game yeah. um and some of the games are like silly like jumping on a skipping rope 20 times without falling or pouring a glass of water while blindfolded um but it it was funny because they recreated the whole i don't even play the mongos but there's a meeting system so when you press the bell you all got to meet together yeah. if someone dies. Um, and it's quite funny because at the meeting table, the people that have been killed joined them at the table <laughs> and gave them all death stares. <laughs> and it's like, it's so obvious who they're looking at. Um, <laughs> it was a really funny little recreation. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and I thought, I wonder how many other games have been recreated in, in live action. I quite see Rocket League in real life. That would be good. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. Massive giant ball and these kind of little hatchbacks. Yeah. yeah. They kind of did that in Top Gear. Top Gear, yeah. Yeah, with the little Legos years ago. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. They invented it. They, they did. need to get the uh, copyright. They yeah. got robbed. Yeah, exactly. Darren, what about you? What's your week been like? Um, my week's been pretty good. I had my first um, coronavirus vaccine on Monday, which was uh, very exciting. So survived to tell the tale. Just had a bit of a dead arm for two days, but other than that, absolutely fine. Um, got the Pfizer because I'm under forty. So yeah, it was really well organised. I was really impressed. In and out about half an hour. So can't complain. 
Um, as soon as they opened it up, I was on there trying to book it straight away. So I just uh, hope that as many people as uh, as can get on there and get their jab. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I I went to a pub for the first time in about thirteen months. That was great. I enjoyed that a lot. But also, most importantly, I've been watching um, a bit late to the party, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Yeah. And. Do you know what? I loved it. I think it's great. I really think it's really, 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 really good. I was surprised. I thought it was just going to be a bit like a, a buddy action comedy, which it felt like it was advertised that, but there's it's a lot more to it. It's, it's, um, it deals with the aftermath of what happened at the end of the Avengers movie. It deals with politics. It deals with race. It deals with celebrity. It's, it's kind of a, it's a really interesting direction for marvel i think with this one and also it has its marvel great little action sequences and everything else have you seen it darren yeah um me and ryan watched it when it was um being released week by week and we enjoyed it as well as you say there's, there's a lot going on yeah um i thought it was quite ambitious in that sense but anthony mackie's brilliant he's he's everywhere these days yeah. you can't uh, look look around for not seeing him i know I think the guy, the actor who plays the Winter Soldier, I've got his name, is really oh, good. Um, I mean, he really shines. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, he really. It, the character gets much more fleshed out in this one. Yeah. But I really like these Marvel TV series. Like they're just doing these their own little thing and taking it somewhere else. I think they're really interesting. Um, especially like with WandaVision and this, and then there's Loki coming out this week. I think little kind of worlds. It's really. I think it's really exciting. Um, James, you have, you're not into it, are you? You watched 20 minutes and thought I, this is it. I, yeah, I thought it was a bit too high octane for me. I was watching it thinking, wow, there's a lot of fighting going on. I've seen all this before. Um, but it sounds like if I give it a bit more time, I'll get to unravel the layers yeah. of the TV show. Yeah. Um, but I'm more interested in Loki. Loki's definitely on my radar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, a lot yeah, of people I'm, have seen. I'll give it a go. Good. James, what else have you been uh, doing? What else have you got? Well, I, 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 well, it was a strange documentary I watched this week mm. about David Arquette. Do you remember him from the, um, the screen film? Oh, yeah, the actor, yeah. I did. Yeah. 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 It's called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> in, in 2000, he did a wrestling film and that put him into the wrestling business and he actually won one of the biggest titles at the time on TV. Wow. And he got so much hate and people hate him to this day. See, he had no place in the business. This right. is about him getting a bit of redemption. So he started training to be an actual wrestler at like 48 years of age. Wow. And, wow. and took some heck of a beatings um, in backyards. He had a death match where he had uh, a puncture wound to the neck and was bleeding massively. Um, yeah, took a lot of punishment to try and win a bit of respect right. from the fans. Um, and it, it was quite a depressing documentary, really. <laughs> You feel sorry for him because he just wants to delight yeah. people. Um, I think in the end, he's 
it's proved that, you know, he didn't really want to do anything to harm the rest of the business. I think he's made amends now. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think he's I think after he got the cut to the neck, I think that was the end of it for him. Yeah. I don't think he'll be doing any more. No, um, but, no but it's a it's a really gritty documentary. Where 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 can you it's, watch that? It's on Sky Documentaries. Okay. Um on demand. It's, it's an hour and a half. Good. Good. Um, and Darren, you've been, have you been to the cinema? Have you seen some, uh, the actual cinema itself? Yeah, we did. We went on Sunday evening. Um, first time since, God, probably about February 2020. So we went to see The Quiet Place Part 2. Ah. The cinema near us did the double bill. So I haven't seen the first one since we went to the cinema. So we got to watch that one again. And then the second one straight afterwards. So it was really good because it, the second one does call back a lot to the first one. It's quite tightly written. Mm. Um, but it was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. I think it's reviewed fairly well overall. Yeah, but yeah, if you really. like the first one, you will like it. It um, takes it forward, but it still retains what made the first one really good with the kind of fleeting shots of the enemy and yeah. the way they build the suspense. Um, there's a bit more speech in it this time, but they still have the signing and stuff as well. So it's really good. I'd recommend it. Good. I'm really looking forward to that. Really looking forward it's to that. Like the first one. Um, now, at the moment, it's very quiet because we're going up to E3, which starts next week. And we're going to be doing some, maybe four over the week podcasts. We're going to do next Thursday. We're going to cover, what are we going to cover next Thursday? We're covering some event, aren't we, next Thursday? Some games first. Yeah. And then we're going to be doing our predictions for E3. Then we're going to be doing Ubisoft, especially one straight after then Xbox, and then we're probably going to do another one after that. That covers okay. the rest, yeah. Um, so um, it's quite quiet in the news front, but we've been playing some games, not big games, but games. James, it's like a normal day. Um, <laughs> uh, James, what have you been starting with? What have you got? What's your first one? Super Animal Royale. Wow. Do you know what it is? No. I do, only because I had a quick look and it looks a bit crazy. It, it is crazy. It's mad. Um, imagine player unknowns battlegrounds, but with cute animals, top down, and lots of gunplay. That is Super Animal Royale. So there's 64 <laughs> players on one map, and you just have to scavenge anything you can get. From shotguns to bananas, because they do the trick just as well. Um, and you can be a cat, a dog, a bear, a fox, anything cute, but a deadly, of course. Um, and it's just really fast-paced. You're in the game, you might die pretty quickly, um, but you straight back in within like 30 seconds. It's so quick and quite enjoyable. I didn't think I enjoyed it because it is a bit cutesy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can have solo teams. Um, but yeah, it's just quite addictive. I think I played five games in a row without drinking. Wow. I was like, wow, this is really cool. And I got quite a few kills. It's easy to pick up. Um, and it's free. Which oh, is it? Helps. 
Wow. Yeah, it's in Game Preview. Right. In Game Pass. Okay. Um, and do you like a normal battle royale? Do you die and you have to wait till the round finishes and then you start again, or is it... Well, you can leave. Yeah. And start a new round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <but> you... <laughs> Not like me, just waiting. Yeah, you fly yeah. in the back of an eagle and parachute in. Um, and the map is just an eclectic mix of different environments. You've got um, an icy area, uh, a desert, a bit of a woodland... It's all mixed together. It's crazy. Um, I can get inside a hamster ball and roll around. <laughs> if you want. Um, it's absolutely mad. Wow. Fun. Good. Super Animal Royale. And easy. And easy. Good. It, it's easy to cut. Right. It might die like that, but it's easy. Darren, what have you got? Um, so I've been playing a game called Just Die already, um, which is equally as crazy in a different way. Um, so it's essentially a sandbox game from the people who designed Goat Simulator, which came out a few years ago mm. and was a surprise hit, um, mostly for goats climbing ladders on YouTube. Um, but what it is, you play as um, one of four old people who kind of break out of a retirement home and just go around causing mayhem, really, um, in a society that has no respect for them anymore. So they're kind of shunned and kind of turned away. But you can do all sorts. You can climb buildings, you can commandeer steamrollers and mopeds and God knows what else, get all sorts of crazy weapons like fireworks, flamethrowers, you name it, you can probably go and find it. Um, but the great thing about it is it's all online as well, so you can jump into random people's games or you can host games, um, so it's just really good fun. Yeah. It, you 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 know you play it a few hours at a time and maybe dip in and out. It's not going to take up loads and loads of time, but it's good fun while it lasts. I've never played anything quite like it because uh, it's all ragdoll physics as well. So it is just utterly ridiculous. Some of the situations you get into are mad, but it'll put a smile on your face, guaranteed. It's good fun. Wow, I hated Goat Simulator. Don't know why. Did I hate you? It. Yeah, I had <laughs> trouble. I had trouble with it. Yeah, I have trouble with those games, but those games are really popular. It's a pointless game. <laughs> In a sense, this is. is really yeah. With bugs. And they went, you know what? It's really buggy, let's make it a gimmick. But it's still a buggy yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, what did you give it, Darren? I think I gave it three and a half in the right. end. Yeah, three and a half. Good. Um, one I've been playing this week, James has seen me play it because I streamed a bit of it, is Train Station Renovator. I can't say it. How do I say it? Renovator. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the idea behind this game is, for some reason, I can't even remember, there's a reason behind this. You're going into old train stations that are knackered, there's beer bottles everywhere, that's run down, and you're making them, you're cleaning them up, adding furniture, making everything shiny again. And that's that's basically it. So you start on a map, you go in, you you get a skip, you have some money, you do your recyclables, <laughs> you get another skip, you go to that, then you sort of like um, paint the paint the outside, get rid of all the rubbish, um, and then you start putting stuff in like new furniture to get the electrics working. This is generally the game, um, clearing some cobwebs up. 
and you have confirmed. You have attachments. You have attachments like um, brooms and uh, crowbars that you can do certain things like with, and uh, and then you build it up and you get tasks to do, and then you get points and you get more unlockables for things you can put in your station. There's two things to this. The first thing is, oh my God, and the second bit is. It's really addictive after a while. I got really, I had played it for an hour last night. And I thought, what am I doing? My house is a tip and I'm cleaning up something <laughs> on, on, uh, online, this station, just, just doing recycling, cleaning up this place. There's something quite addicted about it, addictive about it. And for people who love kind of like, I suppose like house flipper or something like that, where you're, you kind of love designing something and putting things in a certain place, you're going to love this. I mean, the problem with me, it tells me I need to put four pieces of furniture in the task and like three chairs. I just like, <laughs> I just stack the place with stuff anywhere. <laughs> so it looks like some serial killer's designed this place. It looks mad. And so I could just get the task. But I think people who really want to make it look good and, you know, do that will like it. It's strangely addictive and very popular. I mean, we, I put it on YouTube on, our, on the Xbox Hub channel and it's, it's had quite a few views. So people love that type of thing. There's a big market for those games. James, what do you think? Well, I watched the play of it and it wasn't very um, exciting. No. But it showed me that you don't know how to recycle. <laughs> um, there were clearly in different colored bin bags and color coded. And you still can find the color codes. Hello. And I was so disappointed. <laughs> no. But it cost him money in the game. It did cost him money for the cycle, yeah, no. Um, I think, it, like you say, it's one of those, if you like organising things, yeah. it, it, it definitely does the trick I was, of keeping you. I was pumping out a toilet this morning. <laughs> I, I was pumping out a toilet online, that's what I was doing. <laughs> Very good. It certainly piqued my interest. I mean, how in depth, what what level of detail does it go to? Because you can have some games that you run a whole theme park, but a train station is quite specific. Well, quite a small area. You, you say you you go in this little app, you like a little tablet you've got, and then you can buy stuff. So you can buy you know buy chairs, but you can there's all different types of chairs and unlockable ones, or different types of ticket machines right. and stuff like that you can buy. So for trains people they're going to really like it, I think. They're going to love it. And I know the train people because I've reviewed a lot of train games and <laughs> they love their stuff. You want to outside your window. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can do the tracks as well. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, people are going to love it. They like this stuff. And I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's fine. You know, but I've, I've got to a point now where I'm going, I can't, I can't clean up anymore. What am I doing? And I haven't got that. I haven't got that. I haven't got that in normal life. My partner, Bernadette, she designs the house I'm terrible at design I can't work it out so to do that in, in a game it doesn't doesn't work for me um, where else have you been playing Jason what's your second game I was fortunate to get um, access to the let's build a Z beta oh um, which I think the easiest way to describe it would be Z taking mixed with a little bit of Jurassic World and um, because the idea is you can build I do, obviously. Um, but you can also go into the dark side of running a zoo. So you can do a little bit of gene splicing. 
and mm. making your own little creatures and buying animals at the black market. And um, I mean, in, in, in the beta, you only get about I think it's two weeks of, of the game. Um, but early on, you get offered some black market animals from an exotic trader named Joe. Obviously, oh. a play on Joe Exotic. Um, yeah, and it it's interesting because it's very familiar. Yeah. But adding the fact that you can be in a bit morally questionable definitely opens it up to do you want to make cash or make a nice little family friendly theme park? Yeah. Or Zeus, I say. Um, what have you gone for cash? Forward, well, I'm looking forward to making a lot of money. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, I felt really bad though because I sold a bunny rabbit as soon as it was born to a bit of cash. Oh. I, I, breed, I breeded it. The parents were like, I'm having a baby. And I waited and waited. And I needed money. So it had to go. Oh my um, God. This sounds know, sinister all of a sudden. Yeah. It is, but it's fun. Um, it's fun for you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it gets worse because you can euthanize the animals as well, which is very depressing. What kind of zoo is this? Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you don't have to to uh, keep up the maintenance, you've got to go. Jesus. You can't run out of money. Um, there's a lot of nice things to it as well. I mean, you can, you can actually build them a nice little area with trampolines and <laughs> things to play with. But I just like the sinister stuff. Yeah. I yeah. can't help it. Of course you do. But it draws to it. Yeah. It draws to the darkness. Yeah. Uh, but it's promising. Okay. But yeah, and, promising uh, a beta. And is it free? And I have some credit for it. Is it free on the beta? I mean, the beta is free if you get in, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely give it if I was... Anyone interested in sandbox kind of games? Yeah, it, it's it's very promising. Great, um, Darren. What have you got? Uh, I'm not quite sure how to follow that now. Um, so my second game is a game called Sure Footing, um, which is a bit of what they call an infinite runner and platformer cross. So an infinite runner is where your character will run from one side of the screen to the other um, mm-hmm. automatically. And the stage has no end, no, it'll go on forever. Um, and then while he's running, you've got to navigate ramps and platforms and jumps and springs and all of that. Um, and it's procedurally generated, so it's different each time, which is good. So it keeps it fresh. Um, and yeah, basically you score points and stuff for how well you do and how far you get. And you can unlock new characters, you can unlock power-ups, you can jump further, or you can shift across in the air to avoid plummeting to your doom. Um, so it's quite fun. One of those kind of arcade jump in for an hour or so and play it. Um, and visually, it looks really good, actually. It's kind of like a neon arcade kind of style, um, music to match. So, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with it, to be fair. Yeah, I wasn't it, expecting much, but it looks it good. really fun. Yeah, it yeah. looks really nice. Um, and what have, you, what have you given that? That got three and a half as well in the end, I think. Good. Yeah, three and a half. Good, sure footing. Give that a go. Um, my next game is called My Child 
Lebensborn. I'm going to say well that. Done. I said that right. <laughs> um, and it is a game that's set um, after the Second World War in Norway. And you adopt a young child, a young eight-year-old, and you choose whether you have a boy or a girl. And and the child was born, um, I think, out of wedlock through sort of terrible circumstances by a German soldier and a Norwegian uh, mother. And and then your job really is to, is to kind of raise a child. So it was a mobile game, first of all. And you remember, like, Tamagotchi, is it? You used to take care of... <laughs> I remember Yeah, like you yeah. take care of by feeding and you know making sure they're happy. Mm-hmm. It's that similar principle. So it's like you have a day, and of course the child's there, and you you have a certain amount of money. You have to buy food. You got to work. You get your food. You cook the food. You feed the child. You make sure she's <laughs> bathed and clean, and that the clothes are sewed, and then she's happy, entertained as well. They can play hide and seek with her. You can play. Um, drawing, you can take it to the woods and go fishing. Um, but all the time, when she starts to go to school, she starts to get bullied because of her, who her father was and what it represented after the war, and then gets beaten up. And so you're kind of trying to do sort of like through dialogue trees, trying to either be, you can either make her quite hard, you know, you make her quite stony and say, you know, just hit them back or you'll just get that step out of it or you can go for a soft approach if it has that and it happens over a number of days um it's hard because it's a hard game because it's um it's you know it's a really good subject matter especially there's lots of things about after wars you know the how how terrible things are for countries and and like for this for a girl who's born you know um being born out of hate to survive in those countries afterwards, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, you don't think of that, I guess, no, do you? When you it's think like, of war. When you think of that with Germany, what happened after Germany, the women from Germany were, you know, had years of, like, terrible stuff happened to them, you know, rape and torture and stuff um, from other countries as well, as well as, you know, the Germans as well. So it does, there's always an artifact, and that's what this game is trying to deal with as well, that after effect of that and, but also being this idea of adopting a child and you, the stories are really good and and you are you do you do get after a while you start to get really like you know, I've got to take care of this child <laughs> I've got no food I'm working overtime <laughs> and so like she goes I'm sleepy now or I'm hungry and you, you see the little kind of like your little bars of hunger um, and sort of like keeping them entertained and, and clean as well um, yeah it's 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 different. It's different. Storytelling is really good. It's really darker than Tamagotchi. Yeah, it is a lot darker. Yeah. You can't just leave it in the drawer. <laughs> no. There's <laughs> one terrible time that, yeah, I got this job at a factory and they said, you've got to work overtime some days a week. So you have to balance that thing. So I worked overtime. <laughs> you don't come back to the lady. And she goes, hi, I didn't think you were coming home. I'm so hungry. And you're like dirty, covered in dirt. Oh. And just like, oh, you just going, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, but that's um. I think that's out now. Um, yeah, I think it's cheap. I don't know how much it is actually. Um, because I haven't finished the review yet, but I will have a look. I can't remember how much it is. James might find out as we speak. He might not. But that's that's all our games. That's all our games this week. Um, now let's go on to the the the, 
heavily packed news. There is any news. There's no news. There's no news. Um, really quick one, first of all. Um, we talked about this a couple of weeks. So uh, Jupiter Legacy, which is on Netflix, a superhero show. Have you seen that, Darren? I've not, no. no. I'm a bit... Um... Contrary to what I'm normally all about, a bit superheroed out at the yeah. moment with shows. I'm kind of saving myself for Loki, so I've not started it. The good news is it's been cancelled, so... <laughs> uh, not a lot to catch up on there. Uh, it hasn't been officially cancelled, but Mark Miller, who's the creator, um, said today um, the actors' contracts have been, you know, they're free to go. Uh, um, okay. And we're going to pursue the... The, the, the whole theme of the comics because they're hugest thing and they might be good but we're not going down this route I mean we talked about it on the podcast before it, we were all a bit average on it weren't we James it's fair to say yeah it, it never blew you away did it no it, it, especially after Invincible it was a step down yeah I think in storytelling and, and excitement yeah you just didn't quite have that catch no um, yeah, so that, I think they're stepping sideways, aren't they? Yeah. They're staying in the same universe, but but with a different set of characters. Yeah. And growing oh, I see. Yeah, animated, I think. Oh, really? And live action. Okay. All right. Um, um, I don't know these other characters. No. And that's that. Um, there's other things. Um, no Man's Skies have another update to make it look prettier. And it does. I've had a look. That's very prettier. Um, Two Point Campus, um, which is the follow-up. To, no, it's not follow-up. It's in the same world as Two Point Hospital, isn't it? It's been leaked. Yeah, apparently, uh, Microsoft accidentally put up a big description of loads of images um, and kind of confirmed that they're leaving the hospital and going onto the uni campus. So sounds quite interesting. Have you played Two Point Hospital? I know James has. Have you played Darren? I've not played it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I reviewed. Um, the DLC for the site a few months ago. Um, it's I love it. I mean, I was a big fan of Theme Hospital back in the day um, for the PC in the late 90s. Um, and this is kind of the spiritual successor, as they say. Um, yeah, I love it. I think it's fantastic. So anything on a similar theme, I'll be very much interested in. Um, and James, you you did you review the first game? Or have I gone mad? I reviewed the base game, yeah. Right. And I, I loved it. It's a, it's a great balance between comedy and difficulty. Because it, it is tough. It is, it yeah. It makes you laugh. So you kind of get over the, the hard parts. Yeah. It's so silly at times. Some of the made-up diseases. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, I think we'll see that again in, in Two-Point Campus. So there's no idea when it's coming out. It's a leaked thing at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, they've taken it down, apparently. Okay. Uh, so they are not ready to announce what they have now announced by accident. <laughs> They'll probably announce the E3. Yeah, probably. Thing. Yeah. They've yeah. ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> um, another sort of big news, but everyone was not surprised, is we talked about it last week. We said it last week. God of War, Ragnarok. Ragnarok? Have I said that right? Ragnarok. 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 has been delayed to 2022, but we all guessed that. Because there was no... I mean, even when they originally said 2021 in the last summer, everyone went, no, it's not going to happen. There was nothing There was no, nothing of it, was there? There was no trailers, nothing. So, um, and it's coming to PS4 as well, which is... I don't understand why. Yeah. I know, it's... 
Yeah. Well, yeah, when will we get there? That's the question. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. seem like they're confident anytime soon. Maybe there's a thing, oh, I don't know. Maybe there's a thing about that you can't get a PS5 or it's quite hard to get a Series X at the moment still. So maybe I they're, think they're, yeah, they're hedging their bets, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be interesting with Sony, we'll find out a bit more, but I think, you know, we, we, look, we did a Horizon Forbidden West last week, we talked about it. There's some more extra stuff they're releasing today about features and about how different the PS5 and the PS4 version will be. Um, I think that's coming out this year. They're releasing so much stuff about it at the moment. It feels like that will be the big Sony game. Just all time. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's rumours that's mm. going to get delayed. But I hope it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it will. Yeah. Who am I? I always get it wrong. <laughs> um, another story which I, I kind of interested in was, was the, did you see the story about um, this gaming lobby in a game called uh, Scavengers? And it hosted a multiplayer multi multiplayer experiment, and it had four thousand players in this game at one time. I've never really heard of the game before. No, well, that's amazing. I know you can't get many people. Given how some games can't even get two teams of eleven yeah. into one server <laughs> without anything. Yeah, <laughs> and they were talking about it, saying like when Call of Duty, the Warzone did a. Uh, um, they did a, oh, yeah. a limited time event and just had 200 oh, people. Yeah, but up yeah. to 200 was chaos. You know, they're just like low, you know, latency, everything just wasn't right. But it, they said this was quite interesting because they were all well behaved. <laughs> they just were sort of you like queuing up and standing <laughs> there, maybe. Uh, I, I mean, nice, I love that for the future. I think it's really interesting about, you know, it would be amazing to kind of go into, you know, it's like if you, for example, when you first went into, when I played World of Warcraft back in 2005, and you mm -hmm. kind of went into the city and you saw these names there, and what, they must, they might have been, I don't know, 60, 70 people in that city at one time. Maybe, maybe less. And you saw the names, and that was quite exciting. But if you go somewhere in the city and see 4,000 people there, that's quite impressive, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Apparently, they um, correctly predicted the winner of the Champions League final as well. I oh. waving glow sticks in the air, <laughs> which is, is brilliant. Wow! I don't know how they did that, though. Aren't both teams' colours blue? Well, apparently, it was the <laughs> ocean blue. So unless oh. somebody's just kind of gone, yeah, we'll just say they predicted correctly for the new story. I don't know. Yeah, we'll go with blue. <laughs> yeah, a bit of creative license. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's quite exciting. I think more plays in big worlds is just really fun, I think. I think that'd be amazing, going on at the same time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, also, there's uh, another story here. Uh, Square Enix, it's um, the Pride mascot fan's name. Talk us through this. Who's got this one? Um, so this caught my eye for being um, Pride Month. Just um, It made me laugh because whenever anybody asks general public to name anything it never really works so i'm really intrigued to follow this story so it's um been designed by um somebody who worked on final fantasy 9 um and it, it looks interesting it's a bit like an olympic logo in a way yeah, yeah, it's got that kind of vibe to it but with legs um and 
I'm just hoping it doesn't go down the kind of boaty McBoat face route. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, w- I wonder if there'll be any serious suggestions. But they're selling some um, T-shirts and hoodies with it on at the Square Enix store, and they're going to donate all the profits to Stonewall as well and, and other organisations. So it's all for a good cause, but I'm intrigued to see what gets crowned the name of that logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, good. Well, that's it. That's our news. That's all we've got. What are we going to do now? Just look I, at... I can tell you how much that game is. How much? Oh. £7.49. Ah, that's, that's good. Not bad, that's not too bad at all. Breaking news. Breaking news. Um, but what we have got is we've got, our, we've got a quiz. Because um, this is going to be the final quiz of this game that I haven't even got a name for, that we've played quite a lot, that's taken from... Uh, what I've done is I've gone picked five games from Metacritic and I've taken the users' um, reviews, which is on the right-hand side, and these user reviews are sometimes beautifully written and the scrawlings of a serial killer. And, and what I've got is five clues for each game and you get five points if you get it first of all and you get one point if you get the, the clue on the fifth clue. And... So points for that, but also you get a bonus point for guessing the user, Metacritic user score, user reader's score for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the final one. I'm going to retire this quiz after this one. Yeah, so, we have so many complaints. Oh, yes. But whoever wins this is the overall champion. We don't care about that. Whoever wins this, you could be the overall champion. Oh, that is high stakes. Yeah. That's your, that's your trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, James. We'll never wear it afterwards. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, so, shall we do it? Are you ready, you two? So I'm ready. The first game is... I'm really going to read out the title for the game then. Okay, so the first clue <laughs> for the first game. Another instance of me realising I'm not like game journalists. Within two minutes, I knew this game was rotten. It has some of the worst writing in a game that I've ever seen. Um, let's go for James to go first. Nick Tarantale's The Walking Dead. No. Darren. Uh, is it The Last of Us Part 2? No. No. <laughs> well, good. Dad, four points. Super boring gameplay, horrible graphics, just an okay story. Not really worth your time. No replay value at all. Tedious, slow walks through bad graphics. And Darren? Um, I have no idea. No Man's Sky. No. Death Stranding? <laughs> no. That's good to guess. Good, good guess. Yeah, good. That's a good guess. Yeah. Um, for three points. Engaging, beautiful, well-written and well-acted. Some of the scenes and moments that the game creates are stunning. I remember walking through what appeared to be a burnt-down patch of forest, but small saplings would begin to grow through the ash. Oh, James. Mm. Is it Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider. No. (laughs) No. Darren. Um, I, I, I have no idea. I'll pass. Pass? You don't want to guess? You don't want to guess? I, uh, 
Anthem, I don't know. Anthem, no, no. For two points. I enjoyed the conversations between the two main characters. It's funny, clever and believable. It helped get me more immersed into the game world since it makes their behaviour seem believable. Hmm. Is it me this time? No, it's Darren. Oh. Um, I don't see clueless for this. Um, I've no idea. Breath of the Wild. No, no. James. Thinking hard. Um, is it on my own? No. For one point, it's James first, so you might you'd probably get this from this. The gameplay consists entirely of talking to your superior, Delilah, who you never get to see, on the walkie-talkie, while walking through the National Park and following her instructions. Oh, Firewatch. Yeah, Firewatch. Oh. Well done. Right. I that as well. <laughs> I know. Um, guess the score. Um, I think Darren gets to go first. What do you think? What do you think I gave it? Um, I'll go for a flat nine. A nine? Okay. James, what do you think? 8.9. James gets it. It's a 5.1. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, really low. So lower than I thought. Didn't yeah. expect that. They are mad, these people. A lot of them. So don't... Yeah, they don't are. Think, yeah. Um, good. Well done. So it's two points to zero. Come on, Darren. This is you now. Um... Darren goes first. Next game. Whoever come up with that one point achievement, F you. You get a zero for that. If you don't care about your gamer score, then go and try the game. Right, one point achievement. Uh, I don't know. Call of Duty. No. James. I feel like I'm probably playing one of these. I hate these games. It's cheap for gamers now. Um, I know it isn't it, but I'm just going to go through it like Guitar Hero 5. No, no. Good guess though. Um, clue number two for four points. Although weak single player gameplay, I still feel this is one of the best small title console games currently selling. And that's for... James? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Can we do that last bit again? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I still feel this is one of the best small title console games currently selling. Um, Crimson Dragon. Oh, no. Good game. Good game. Good guess. Good game. 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 Be fully prepared to yell at the person you're playing with for their incompetence. Uh, 
Darren. Big loser. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Overcooked? It is overcooked. Well done, Darren. Three points. Really that as well. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, they're hard, these ones. I'll give you hard ones. Um, the last two clues, it can be a bit frustrating to get in the flow of the kitchen, but once you do, it's a lot of fun and rewarding. And the last clue was, it's concept and simple. You and whatever friends you're playing with are cooks. You have to work as a team to get orders in on time. Well done, Darren. So that's, um, who's to go is it to guess the score? Is it James first? Yeah. I think so. Hmm. Seven point three. Seven point three. Oh, what are you gonna go for, Darren? I'll go for seven point five. James has got it at seven point zero. Good guess. So th three all. That's what we like. This is good. I think we drew last time. This is dangerous now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Third game. And James to go first. If you want a perfect example of how a disgracefully bad game looks like, your example is this horrible game. Is it Outbreak? No. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda? Oh, good guess, but no. Question two. The story of the game it's corny and fun and sometimes emotional. It's a solid adventure and I had some fun with it, but the voice acting is inconsistent. Uh, who's who's Darren? Um, no idea. Uh, I'll go for Outriders. No. Are the Avengers? No, no. Good oh, guess. that's a good guess. Yeah. Next one. It is an episodic, story-driven game that largely flew under my radar for years. And after playing through the game multiple times now, I wish I'd known about this game sooner. The Walking Dead? No. Oh. Damn. Um, Life is Strange? Life is strange, well done, Darren. You took mm -hmm. that off, yeah. Oh, I'm lucky, Joe. Wow. Uh, the last two clues are totally not what I was expecting. There's no free roam available, and the game hardly screams strange at me. <laughs> Just hope they don't make a sequel. Unlucky for that poor reader. Oh, dear. And the last one, the relationship between Max and Chloe is tested when obstacles are thrown away. Very emotional scenes in each episode make it hard to decide various choices that may have consequences. Um, Good. So six. No, it's not yet. We we'll wait for this. Point. Who's goes it to guess the score? I think it's Darren. Life um, is strange. Okay, I'll go for six point six. Okay, James, what are you going to go for? Six point seven. <sighs> James got it. Eight point six. Really? Yeah. Me wow. yeah. So the scores are, which is very close to, is James got four, and Darren's got six. It's good. It's a big one for you, this one, James. You've got to get this one. Yeah. Am I uh, going first? No, Darren's going first. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, 
All right, first clue. Alert, alert, the overrated army have found an overrated game. Thank you for your understanding. Is it The Last of Us Part 2? No, good guess though. Is it Days Gone? No. No. Next question, next one. Um, from the addition of animals to actually being able to play as one, this game has a lot to offer. Hmm. That's confusing. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I'm going to pass. You're not going to have a guess? I don't really give any clues. Okay. Darren. Okay. Down where you got. Hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. No guess? I, I have no idea. Um, no. Okay. No idea. All right. Um, question three. This is a very mediocre game, and I can see now why it's rated very high. Garbage for the mindless masses. That's Darren first, was he? Uh, I, I don't know. Go simulator. I don't know. <laughs> no. James? I can't remember this is right. God of War? No. No. I can't even play animals. They can control them. Oh. Okay, next one. I think, James, you going first in this one, is it? Well, I got that wrong. Can't remember. Yes. Uh, this game is everything. Big world, integrated missions, secondary missions, races, weapons, mountains, fighters, tanks, smarter pedestrians, clothes, accessories, stations, all functional. They do more real and exciting. They do seem more real and exciting. Sorry. Uh, Who is it first? I think it's Jay. I, I, I didn't hear any of that. Why not? Really? Um, this game yeah. has everything. Big world, yeah. integrated missions, secondary missions, races, weapons, mountains, fighters, tanks, smarter pedestrians, clothes, accessories, stations, all functional. They do seem more real and exciting. Okay. Are you going here? You, oh, I think it's yours. Fallout 76? No. No, Darren, what are you going to go for? Um, God, the animals thing's really thrown, me. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Grand Theft Auto 5, I've no idea. Well done, Darren, you got it. It's Grand Theft Auto 5, yes. Oh, no. Yeah, the animal one's a good one, isn't it, to get you confused a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you do. I had a weird inkling, but I never thought it would be that, but I? Um, the last clue is, my best game so far, Rockstar did what they promised to us before to give a better excitement on their newly released awesome game. So, that's, um, who's doing the scores? It's I think it's Darren to guess first. No, is it James to guess first on this one? I think it is. I'm completely mucked up on the scores, but yeah, James, you guess first on this one. Um, eight. Eight? Eight on the dot. What are you going for, Dan? Um, 
I mean, it's getting released for a third time this year, isn't it? So uh, I'll go eight and a half. <laughs> James has got it. It's 7.9. Oh, Done well, James, on all these scores. Great guess in the yeah, he's really into, good guess. He knows the mind of the of the yeah. the maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good user. So <laughs> the last round, it's, it's James. You can still do it. James has got five. Darren's got eight. <clears throat> Are we ready? Last game. Yeah. Come on. Looks like a child's game. So basic and stupid. Clue one. And that's for James. I could be any game that I play. Um, is he since I'm going? No. Darren. Um is it Fever Pinata? <laughs> No. No. Clue two. This is a pantomime horse ass of a game. Dreadful, arcadey mess of a game that is even more unresponsive. Hmm. Uh, Darren? Um. I... Uh, uh, Super Lucky's Tale. No. James. No. 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 Um, need this one, you need this one. This is it. Game in a chance. The game is poor year after year with issue after issue. Oh. oh that's confusing. I have to rush you, James. No, you don't. I've got all day. <laughs> <You're running laughs> <your cakes. laughs> I'm, I'm right here. Um, Do you want to guess? I guess not. Minecraft. No. No. Darren. Yeah, that's throwing me as well, actually. No. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have no idea. FIFA, who knows? No. Next one. Uh, EA have outdone themselves for actually creating a game with more bugs than the previous iteration. Darren, this is your go. I, I, I have no idea no idea at all Anthem who knows Anthem, no <laughs> James is it FIFA 21 it's FIFA 21 Darren I'm so sorry I had to get I couldn't oh. say to you what year I couldn't say because it would give it away I had to have the yeah, thing it's cruel it's FIFA oh. 21. Oh, my God. So, James has gone up to seven. And it's it's all on the... It's whether James can draw. It's all on the score. Oh, um, let me just do the last... Oh. The last clue, which was... 
overall the worst FIFA I've played since I've started was FIFA 06. Okay. Um, and it's who's to go first? I think it's Darren to go first on the on the, on the numbers. Oh, uh, this is probably difficult one to guess. So I'll go for seven point four. Seven point three then. James has got it. It's one point zero. Oh my god! <laughs> not one positive thing to say oh about god. FIFA. In the... <laughs> Honestly, so we finish on a draw. I've got no, I've got no question to finish it up. It's a draw. You two, are the overall champion, the joint winnings of this game that's now retired into the ether. Well done, Darren. Darren, Darren you were okay. unlucky then. I, okay. I think you were well. robbed there, Darren. But <laughs> I was the one doing. It. I can, I can, I can help you then. Um, very good, you two. Um, really quick before we go, what are we looking forward to next week? Uh, James, what have you got? Anything? Christ. Nothing. <laughs> E3. 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 Always E3. Okay, good. Yeah. Always. Down? On the front row. Uh, for the sake of variety, I'm looking forward to the uh, Euros starting next Friday. I love a bit of international football, so I'll be watching. English supporting. England, of course, for my sins. Um, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. I'm looking forward to both those things, but also Ratchet and Clank, which is out next week as well. The new PS5, mm-hmm. so I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, that's it. Thank you very much. Darren, where can we find you if you want to chat? Uh, I, you can find me lurking on Twitter with the um, handle at 27Darren. Great. And James, what about you? Yep, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at OKGKO. Good. And you can find me at GB Variety on Twitter and Twitch. And we're going to be back quite soon with all the E3 shows from next Thursday onwards, about four shows in a week. Wow. Blimey. It's going to kill us. It's going to kill us. Um, I'll see you very soon. Thank you, gentlemen. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. We had found all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.